Hi everybody, John Ramsden here from the Learning and Development Department at Lorraine Lee, welcoming you to our latest Inspiring Each Other podcast. And to get the podcast in today, we're going to be rocketing over to Western Australia to catch up with Joanna Civic, who as a leader with Lorraine Lee, moved all the way up through the ranks of the company to area manager, eventually being asked to join the corporate arm of the business. And now she serves the sales force as a manager of sales development. She is one smart business lady, and today you're going to pick up some great tips for your business and indeed your life as you listen in. Here she comes. Well, welcome, Joe, to the program. And where are you going to take us on this fine morning? Well, good morning, John. And it is a gorgeous morning here. And today I'd like to talk about maintaining a work-life balance. Ah, excellent. Sounds great. So what do you got for us? Well, it's actually about maintaining your sanity and the sanity of your loved ones while running your business. So we're going to talk about eight different tips, knowing your why, so why you're actually doing it your personal values, setting work hours, having a personal goal, creating a support network, investing in your personal growth, your personal fitness, and then I tie all this together and I'll share with you my energised list. Well, we are going to be like perfect in regards to balance between the work and the whole life thing. So let's get into it, eh? Perfect. Look, running your own business is so exciting. I ran my own direct sell business for 25 years and I was lucky enough to be a part of Lorraine Lee where I was spoiled with so many wonderful mentors and examples to follow. People who were doing the do and from the outside looked like they had it all together. So I have learned a few things along the way. Running your own business is so exciting. You've taken the plunge to be your own boss, make your own rules and set your income and work hours. It can also be exhausting and all-consuming. Running your own business can, if you're not careful, take over your life and have you burn out. I have seen things go really, really wrong when people are just completely worn out from what they're doing. Absolutely. And none of us want to have a successful business at the cost of our relationships with our partners or our children or our family and friends. So here's a few tips that I'd like to share so our listeners can. Hit us. Okay, but first of all, I would like to put in a bit of a disclaimer. There may be times that your business does take number one priority or things do get a little crazy. You know what? Know that that's absolutely okay. For short periods, I was working like a crazy person, long hours, but it was okay because it was only for short periods of time. After all, we want the business to be successful and that doesn't happen by sitting on the beach seven days a week. And how unfortunate is that? That it's not. <laughs> but you're right, you're right. Actually, I mean, there are times when you have to really get stuck into it. And they might be periods of days, they could be periods of even weeks sometimes, and in some cases even years for the benefit that's coming later, eh? Absolutely. And look, I know Instagram and social media might try and send us a different message because at the end of the day, if you're not putting in the work hours, the business and your income simply won't grow. So I mentioned before my eight tips, and let's start with know your why. Have it written down. Know your reasons for running your own business so clearly that you don't even have to think about it. It's in your head and it's in your heart. Your why, your reason is what will drive you and keep you going when things get tough. I have my why or my reasons written in front of me in the front of my diary. I have it on the wall in my office. And you know what? You could even have it saved on your phone somewhere. I use my why to revitalize me when I'm tired or when I'm doing things outside my comfort zone that I'm a little bit nervous or scared to do. My why reminds me to focus on the bigger picture and so it takes the focus away from me and my nerves. 
I recommend that you use your why to motivate you and remind you of the reasons why you started your business in the first place. If you're doing stuff and you don't know why, it's almost a waste of time because you're all over the place, eh? Absolutely. And knowing your why, it makes the hard work and the long hours involved in running your own business so much more manageable. But my second tip that I mentioned before is actually knowing your personal values. And I recommend people explore and get really clear on their personal or their core values. I was so lucky. I had a fabulous business coach who helped me get very clear on my personal values a few years back. And for his help with that, and so much more, I am eternally grateful. Being clear on what is most important to you, your personal or your core values, means you can live in accord with these values and helps you live a more fulfilled life. Your values might include things like family, growth, personal growth or growth in others, integrity or trust. And when you know your values and you can define what they actually mean to you, so many other things in your life fall into place. That's so true. We've got them written up on the walls here at uh, Lorraine Lee. You would know that yourself, Joe. that there's uh, some of our values written around the walls here to remind ourselves of those things daily, which is great. Absolutely. And I just love that because then when you are sitting at the desk or, you know, you're sitting at home trying to make a decision, you look at your values and it just makes those decisions so much easier. Now, my third tip was setting work hours. And you know what, John, this can actually be a tricky one. I found it was because one of the reasons I loved running my own business was the flexibility it afforded me. <laughs> I think I know where you're going here. <laughs> I wanted to be available to everyone. I wanted to be in attendance at all school events with my children. I wanted to maintain my relationships with my husband and my family and my friends. So when I got asked to go out for lunch or to help in the school canteen, I, of course, said yes to everything. What I then needed to do was reallocate that work time somewhere else. Running my own business so I could be at these events, but if I wasn't careful, also meant my time out of the business affected its growth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, it comes back to the Instagram images and messages social media sends. I could be at those events as long as I still spent the hours I needed to working. Setting specific times that you'll go to work also helps the family if you have one. What I mean by that, when my children were little, I had office hours on my office door. So they knew mum was working from, say, 10 till 12. So when the clock said 12 noon, they knew I was theirs and they could come in and get me. It also helped me stay focused for the time I was in the office because I knew there was an end to the day. So everybody knew what was going on, basically. Your family knew what was going on. You knew what was going on. Absolutely, John, because when you run your own business, there is always something else that needs to be done, something else you could or should do before you knock off for the day. You know, you will have that list, and that list never, ever ends. Trust me. So set a finish time to your day and head home. Now, when you're working from home, that usually means heading up the hallway. But working 24-7 will not help you or anyone else. This journey of running your own business is more like a marathon than a sprint. You need to pace yourself. Be really smart with your time management and planning your calendar so you are living the work-life balance you started your business to achieve. It's 100% up to you and no one else is to blame if you book a meeting or in my business, 
a party when you should actually be at your husband's birthday dinner. It doesn't go down very well. No. <laughs> no. So that choice is 100% yours. Plan your calendar and plan your diary really, really well. One of the other tips I said was actually having goals. Personal goals is one of the most important things for me, John, and goals that your whole family will benefit from and that you've shared with them so that they actually buy into it because having goals or things you want to achieve on a personal or family level are so important to have alongside your business goals. Major, 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 yep. I will talk more about this later when I talk about my energised list, but the message I'd like to send about having a family goal is to have things that benefit and are fun for your family as you are building the business. Things like nights at the movies or picnics in the park, family bike rides or family holidays. Create these things with your family. Have them involved in deciding what and when you do it and you'll find their support for your time in the office and building the business absolutely skyrocket. That is absolute key. I've seen that a stack of times where people haven't done that and it's caused, you know, a little bit of dissension within the family, people, you know, getting a little bit upset about mum's time or what's going on too. So I think that's a key, key thing to be saying. Absolutely, John. I remember the first really big overseas trip we planned and then went on with our kids to Canada for a two-week ski holiday. The discussions over the dinner table that went into planning this trip were awesome and the hey, mum, do you need to go to work tonight? I'll do the dishes or <laughs> I'll fold the washing. Now, there's something we've never heard in my house. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? That support was offered or at least done with no whinging. And it was just awesome because they had bought in and they were as excited about that trip as what I yeah, was. Yeah, wonderful, wonderful. And when your family see, feel and live the benefits, then their support will be ongoing and these relationships won't be at the cost of business success. So John, my point number six is actually about creating a support network. To me, having a support network around you is so vital. We're not superwoman or superman and you know what, we cannot, not long term anyway, do everything. So choose what you love and that will drive your business growth and have your support network help you with the other things that need to be done but aren't the best use of your time, like bookkeeping. I can do it, but somebody else does it way faster. The housekeeping, the, all those things that have to be done but aren't actually driving your business growth. That is so true. I've often thought that if they put me in charge of finance at Lorraine Lee, I think we'd close down in about 10 minutes, actually. There's people who are great at administration, finance, all those sorts of things, but we need those people in our business to help us. Absolutely. Next tip, and for me, this is a real biggie, invest in your personal growth. Find ways to stretch yourself and grow your skills and your thought process. I have a saying that I've shared with people that I work with, and it goes like this. Who I am has got me to where I am. For me to go where I want to go, I need to grow and develop new skills. Yeah, very true. Because when you're running your own business, things are busy and it can seem frivolous or self-indulgent to buy self-development books or invest in seminars or workshops or, you know what, even pay a business coach. But if you're really committed to growing and developing the business, then you need to grow, not change. You will always be you, but you need to grow and develop new skills. In our industry of direct selling, we are so lucky because there are so many training opportunities offered to us for free. So my tip, go to all of them. 
everything. Even if you have to pay to drive or fly or travel to get there, go. Your return on investment will be a hundredfold. That is so true. That's why we always, you know, in the company here, and it would be in any other company, we encourage them to go to the conferences, to meet with each other, to take all of those opportunities too, because we need those things. We're not an island by ourselves when it comes to business, that's for sure. Absolutely not. Tip number eight is actually staying fit. Now, please don't shut down here and switch the podcast off. Okay, a lot of people people have just gone to the cupboard for some chocolate. I know. And when I say fit, I don't mean a gym junkie or a super size eight. What I mean is fit and healthy. This is not about the size clothes you wear. It's about being healthy. My message here is you are no good to anyone if you're sick. True. Your business can't grow and your income can't grow if you're in bed unwell or on the couch with a bad back. Eat well, take time to care for your physical health because this will allow you to work for longer hours, enjoy your family time and enjoy your downtime. So, so true. I was one of these people and I know I have friends who get sick every time they go on holidays or have a mini break and it's just not good. Sometimes we say we're too busy to eat healthy so we, you know, grab a takeaway fast food on the way to a party. Seriously, think long and hard about that over the long haul because as I said earlier, running your own business is like a marathon. It's not a sprint. You've got to pace yourself and you are absolutely no good to anyone, including your business and family, if you're sick. So to tie all this together, John, I'd like to share with you something that I've implemented in my life for many years, and I actually call this my energised list. Your energised list. Okay, I've got my notepad out. Beautiful. What this is, it's a list of things I actually need in my life, things that energise me, things that are important to me, things that when they don't happen or I don't have them regularly, then my life goes out of balance. It's not a goal list because many of us who run businesses always have goals. This is not something that I tick off every week or month. And if I don't do the things on my energised list, I haven't failed. This is not a pass or fail scenario. It's a list that I refer to regularly so that I'm checking in on myself, checking in that I have the things that I know deep down keep me level, balanced and happy. So what I do at the start of each year, I sit down and think about the things I'd like to have happen that year. Either one-off things like a holiday and weekly and monthly things. And there's three parts to the list. My personal, my family, and then there's work. And I write down things under each heading that I need and love to be a part of my life. For example, in the personal list, there are things like going to the gym, time with my girlfriends, visiting my parents. In the family section, it's things like a date night with my husband each month. Time just for us. Life can be really hectic, and if we don't consciously spend time with the most important people in our lives, you can blink, and all of a sudden, 15 years have gone by, and you know what? You don't really know the person at the end of the couch. That is so, so true. That goes with kids too, doesn't it? I mean, one moment, if you're so busy when the kids are little, the next thing you're at their 21st, and you wonder what happened, basically. Definitely, and that's also on my list, that I've got time allocated just with Jessica and just with Nathan. These time is so precious. That's a big one for um, particularly young mums who've got little kids or maybe their kids are only like about four or five years old and they're so busy with their work. One thing I often tell them to do is to find a cupboard and a candle and a book and hide away in a cupboard with them just for 10 minutes and read a book because they just go nutcase with that sort of stuff. Something so simple but they see that you are seeing them as very special and spending some time with them. I think that's a great point Joe. Excellent. 
excellent. And and then on my work section of the Energised list, this will include things like certain targets I'm chasing or meetings or habits that I want to ensure are a part of my everyday work life. I use this list to check in with myself that I've done the things in my life that I need to energise myself and keep my life in balance. There are times when work or life in general gets really busy and I might not be doing the things on the list like seeing my girlfriends as often as I'd like, but this list reminds me of that and then I can make sure that I book in a catch-up sooner rather than later. So to recap, John, the things that I think are important to create and then live a work-life balance are know your why, know and define your personal core values, create work hours, have and involve your family in creating regular, big and small, family rewards and goals, create both paid and unpaid support network, invest in your own personal development, stay fit and healthy and create your own personal energised list. I'm not a guru or anything but I have learned from many during my 25 years of running my own business and I hope our listeners are able to take a tip or two away from this podcast and implement it into their life so they too can have a very successful long-term business life journey. A lot of the things you've been speaking about uh, on today's podcast, I think people will be going back listening to those lists again to say, hey, I do that a bit, I'm not so good at that, and to be able to make some adjustments into their business to help, as you say, that life and that work balance. Joe, thanks so much for being with us today on our program. We really appreciate and value your wisdom and experience uh, in the areas we've covered today. It was great. Thanks, John. Have a beautiful day. Well, what a wonderful, inspiring lady is our very own Joanna Civic. That's all we got for you right now, but I'll be back with you real soon when we will cast the pod into New South Wales and catch up with Felon Achiefer, who's not only a senior leader with Lorraine Lee, but was also our top salesperson in the whole of the company in 2017. Felon will be speaking with us about something that so often gets in the way of moving our business and our lives forward. Procrastination. Blah. Even the word makes me shudder. Catch you next time.